You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. We are the talk of the 219. We are the hottest sports talk in the region. You know who's here. Jay Sizzle's here. Rich Sizzle's here. G Sizzle's here. And you know what time it is. It's time for the Hot 5 and 5. All right, fellas. Let's get ready to get it started. Let's talk about the Hot 5 and 5. Rich. And Jay, I'm going to kick it to you, Jay. Are you a mask on or mask off person? Look, man, I'm a mask all over person if I play in the Marlin. <laughs> Look, this guy got, what, 17, 87, 475 people in their staff, already got the COVID. I don't know how you go play these games. You better get a hazmat suit and a breathing apparatus because that's the only way we're going to play in COVID-19 2020. Oh, baby. Oh, that's hot. So listen, let's let's throw it on over to you, Rich Sizzle. Uh, I'm the, here. The Bears. Uh, Eddie Goldman, is is this a, a good thing? Is uh, Goldman going to surrender to the COVID? Well, he's definitely a mask off kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, you got to look at it, though, man. Look, um plays on the defensive line there is no such thing as social distancing up in there so he's right there at the uh front line literally and sometimes you just gotta know when to hold him and know when to fold him and i'm not saying what he's doing is is right because i think that's gonna be a heavy hit for the bears but amidst the concerns i understand where he's coming from but i mean to surrender Ugh. He didn't surrender to a whole lot of people back, you know, last season. Man, this COVID is tough, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. This COVID got people out here shook. Not even just on the, the bear side. You should see half the Patriots have already surrendered. So, geez. Yeah, bro. It's a hard time. It, everybody's getting hit with it. The COVID-19s are still marching on strong. Next on the Hot 5 and 5, we've got everybody's topic. The football bubble. Is the football bubble coming for the NFL? Uh, only if you can put uh, Magic City in the football bubble. Look, man, <laughs> there's no way you're going to get uh, 57 guys plus, you know, back up and plus everybody else to go stay in one hotel and never come out again. No, the football bubble's not coming. You would have to use three cities or four cities to actually do it, move all those teams in there to play at one time. There's no way they're going to do it. I don't see how they're going to be able to do it, especially when they only can play one game a week. I don't see that coming. Next up on the Hot 5 and 5, Adam Shaheen is traded to Miami, COVID City. Let me ask you, uh, Rich Sizzle, who won that trade? I'll put it like this, 
the Bears could have gotten a Lazy Boy recliner for that deal and would have won that trade, all right? They've already got 30 tight ends on the roster, or give or take or so. Um, I'll tell you who lost is Adam Shaheen. I mean, he couldn't catch a pass anywhere else. He's going to see if he can uh, not catch the COVID down there. So we'll see if he catches that one, you know, and how he cradles that one and not get hurt there. Woo, baby, this is hot talk, hot fire. But last on the hot five and five, we've got to talk about it since we just mentioned it. Should you be punished for not being in the bubble and going to the strip club? I mean, is that a, a logical answer? Should you be punished for going to the strip club? Uh, isn't that written into your contract that you're supposed to have strip club accessibility at all times? Of course not. Look, these young guys out here, how could they possibly stay out the strip club? You know what I'm saying? Look, if I'm out, look, if I'm out the bubble, I gotta go to a funeral. I gotta go do whatever. Of course, my next stop is to the strip club. Why wouldn't I go? Uh, you know, these guys, man, I have no idea what they're doing. So, so AG, is, is the strip club considered an essential establishment, though? Are the strippers considered essential workers? That's the better question. Do you uh, yes, need them? Yeah, 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 they're essential workers because they essentially have what they have and they haven't been able to work in a while. I believe uh, the strippers now are walking around with change uh, uh, givers on their on their uh, thong that you can pay them with a $5 bill. You get change right now. They just want to work. Hey, man, look, if it is an essential place of employment, they should be included in whatever outside or inside bubble extracurricular <laughs> activities are going on. Let's not discriminate. Essential is essential. Is it really essential? Is it really? Is it one of those businesses that you have to have to keep morale going? I did not write the law, but <laughs> I'm going to say we're going to follow the letter of the law here. If the strip club is essential, we're going to follow it. Yes. Well, I'll answer it. The strip club is essential, and those workers are not just working for me. They're working for you, too. They're working to make sure that our communities are safe with our players and all those who are essential workers. They need a strip club facility. I think that, that that's how it goes. Okay, so let's talk about it. We talked about it in the Hot 5 and 5. Adam Shaheen is going to Miami. Is that a benefit for the Bears or is it a benefit for him? Who wins out of this situation? And are the Bears better now in their tight end situation with Shaheen gone? They have a roster of, let's see, 40, 50, 60 tight ends right now. Are the Bears better now that Shaheen's out the building? Of course they are. Look, they were better. They were, look, Shaheen was a gamble. They gambled on him and they crapped out. You got Jimmy Graham, which was one of the most uh, productive tight ends at, at, that we've seen in the NFL. He's one of, one of the better ones. And then they picked up that kid out of, out of uh, Notre Dame, Commit who should be a serviceable guy, should be a guy who's going to play better than Shaheen. At least we know he can block better than he can, and hopefully he can catch the football. The other guys, I don't know why they're keeping nine or ten uh, tight ends on their roster. Uh, maybe they're just, they just—they haven't figured out who can play yet. I don't know. But to go back to the original question, Shaheen just did not pan out in Chicago. This guy must be great in a pair of shorts and a T-shirt. Because what he showed out there on the football field, what he, however he got into the NFL, did not exactly translate um, when he was playing the game. But he must be a great physical specimen because uh, this guy, somebody drafted him and took him for a bag of balls and some COVID. Shaheen was drafted pretty high, if I can recall. Yeah, um, yeah. And, of course, drafted pretty high by the Bears. And, of course, that is like the pure definition of what fizzle is. <laughs> if you can't call anything else a fizzle, 
you can definitely call Adam Shaheen the definition of fizzle. But I do think the Bears are now down to like seven tight ends. Um, only two of them are really going to play like that. Uh, you've got the rookie Komet and maybe Jimmy Graham if he can stay healthy and viable. I mean, he now he's done some roller coaster fizzle and sizzle his whole career. So he was definitely sizzling New Orleans here and there with uh here and there with Seattle, all all fizzle in Green Bay. You know, we'll see if he can restore a little bit of that here in Chicago. He'll he'll definitely be used if he's out on the field. I think so. I, I mean, think you've got to use him. You you've invested in him and especially the the large investment that you have in him. But what about Demetrius Harris? See you still got this situation where who Who's your blocking tight end? Who's your receiving tight end? I I don't know how they're going to run it because we haven't seen this offense yet run with an effective tight end. So who plays what position? And that, to me, that's the biggest question. Who's going to go out there and be your wide receiver? Who's going to go and then maybe go into the slot? I don't know. Because I don't know what, I don't know what Jimmy Graham is at this point in his career. I don't know if he is Green Bay Jimmy Graham or if he's the New Orleans Jimmy Graham. I mean, it, it, It's so much up in the air and it still kind of leaves everything with the running back position for the Bears, the tight end, the line. It it seems like there's more of a question on the offense where there there isn't that question on the defense, but there's more of a question on the offense, especially with an offensive guru. So does this even does it even matter with their tight ends? Really, is that it? Are, are the tight ends that integral to this offense work? No, the tight ends aren't this integral. The most integral part uh, that the Bears need to have working is that uh, engine they have running a quarterback that's running on seven cylinders. Look, you got a problem at quarterback. I don't know if Nick Foles is a guy who's going to rectify this. I'm not sure if he can. I'm not even sure now. I mean, I don't know. But we've seen Mitchell Trubisky. We've seen this offense with him running it. I don't care if you had all the tight ends from the Chiefs playing with the Bears right now. If you're letting this quarterback and making sure that he's the one that has to get him the football, it's not going to matter. Everything matters about what Mitchell Trubisky does. At the quarterback, if he can get the ball out on time, that's the most important thing with the Chicago Bears. Doesn't make a difference who you playing the tight end. I I question the entire I mean, the entire offense for the Bears, like G Sizzle says. I mean, from the quarterback down, is Nick Foles gonna be that guy? Because if I recall right, Nick Foles would have one game where he'd throw ten touchdowns and six hundred yards, and he'd have another game where he'd throw twenty interceptions and, and fumble six snaps. I mean, that's just the Nick Foles that I can recall. But you look back, Tariq Cohen had a huge recession. Uh David Montgomery was effective but not efficient. If you want to call it like that, your only your only bright spot was um, was um, um, Allen Robinson. Is he going to maintain that effectiveness when you know you're going to face two and three people coming at you because there's just nobody out there to compliment you, you know? And then you go back to the tight end position. Like I said, is Jimmy Graham, is this rookie going to come out there and apply some kind of pressure to the opposing backs to have them kind of scale back? Or are they just going to say, pin the pin their ears back and just go for it? And it's not going to matter who the quarterback is because they're all going to be injured because they're all going to be laid out on the ground. Yeah, it's a real – it's a really <clears> – <throat> It's a dicey situation because you're looking at, if you're telling me your number two overall pick from 2017 is a quarterback who's now in a battle with a journeyman quarterback who looks more like Cal Orton than anybody else, you're, you're telling me now you've wasted, okay, let's go back to 2017. 
you wasted a first round pick, Mitchell Trubisky. Then you wasted a second round pick in an Adam Shaheen. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good that your two offensive cogs, the starters to your engine, are not good NFL players at this point. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm seeing something wrong and it's not. Maybe I'm seeing it wrong. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just not seeing that Mitch is really good and that their tight end core is really good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm seeing that badly at all. I think it's really terrible and I think it sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? The sizzle. <laughs> That's right, baby. Because when we come back from break, you know what we're going to hit you with? We're going to talk more about the NFL. And no, we're not going to talk about the Bears, but we are going to talk about what's going to happen as the season progresses, as you get into training camp, and what's going to happen with the players who are on the field and off the field. You know what you're listening to. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. We are the talk of the 219. Look, man, I need a place to stay, Jay. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Call me off guard, you know. <laughs> okay, let's try this again, my friend. I was about to say, if all your money's spent and you can't pay the rent... <laughs> You don't know call, but if you got an extra change and you need a place to stay, you know, get right around the way. You know what I'm saying? Get on here, get on over here to die. Thomas over here. All right, because I don't know the number, man. You got to say the number. I don't know the number. Need a place to stay? Call Diana Thomas at 219 230 3352. That's Diana Thomas, 219 230 3352. 20 years, man, in the business of written apartments. She must know what she's doing because she got me in mind. Y'all need to give her a call, baby. Hey, if y'all need a place to stay, she's the one to make it happen. That's 219 230 3352. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto. 